Hello and welcome back to the Nostalgia FC podcast with your host me, Drew. And me, George. This is the podcast where we delve deep into the recesses of football and history and obscure football players. Yeah, so each week we'll get a new guest who will give us their favourite footballing 11, their super sub, their manager, their stadium and their kit. So today's guest is a man named Rob Woodward. He is an actor who uh, I met on tour. Uh, I'm not going to say too much uh, else about him because he'll go into who he supports and how much he likes football and everything like that. So let's just get right into the pod. Let's go. Okay, welcome, Rob. Thank you for having me. It's all right, mate. Right, do you want to tell our listeners who you support then? Unfortunately, I support Southampton. Uh, I don't say unfortunately, you were top for like three days this season. (laughs) Yeah, that was a good two hours, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I I honestly, and this this is probably meaner than talking about anyone in the relegation zone. Southampton to me have just flown under the radar this year. Like right. I've not heard anything about them. I've not heard like because when when you have the relegation battle, you hear a lot about them. But like Southampton have avoided that and are just sitting pretty in in mid table, comfortable twelfth place. Yeah, we basically got all of our points in the first like two months. <laughs> And then we're like, when you look at like the form table, we're literally 20th and everything, like conceded goals, goals scored. Points. Oh, really? Yeah. So like, essentially like Southampton are like a squirrel where they've stopped up all their nuts for the winter and then just hibernated <laughs> for the rest of the season. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they get all their points at the beginning and go, right, we've we've avoided relegation. That's enough just... for now. Thank you. We've hit 40 <laughs> yeah. points. That's good enough <laughs> this season. 30 points. Easy. <laughs> I rate Southampton. I like Aston Hootel and the boys. I've always got a soft spot for Danny Ings because he used to be ours, but then you know his legs don't work. So, well, you've taken some uh, some decent players from Southampton as well. Yeah, fair few. Yeah, yeah just a it? couple. All right, just crippled us. It's fine. Is <laughs> it Van Dyke, Mane, Lalana, uh, Lambert? Don't Lambert. forget Ricky Lambert. Come on, <laughs> Ricky Lambert. Oh, I mean, out of the, out of the four that were mentioned there, Ricky Lambert is you know the best one. Big time. He, I mean. That was like a nice move for him. I think everyone. Yeah, it was nice. He was like thirty-four. He was not really yeah. being played. Last. I don't know why we did that, but it was nice for, <laughs> nice for him. Yeah, it was a bit a bit weird on Liverpool's part, but hey, what are you gonna do? Right, awesome. So, Southampton fan. Are you an England fan? I am. Yeah, and that's just, well, end the podcast right there. Nice one. Cheers. <laughs> Let's get in. Of course, Harry Maguire will be out for the Euros. Is he a hundred percent out? No, he's no, he's not. Enough of this talk. Let's get back into the nostalgia aspect of football. So. We'll dive straight in. Rob, what formation have you gone for? I've gone for a good old-fashioned 4-4-2. Yeah. Or a 4-2-2-2, if you're modern, I guess. So we're not talking wingers then. You got you got cams. Yeah, they you know they can drift in and out, you know, free roam. Fluid. Basically a 4-4-2. Love it. All right then. Goalkeeper. Right. I, I think this will probably be the only name I'll say where you guys might be like. But <laughs> I've gone for Kelvin Davis, Southampton legend. Yeah, that's what the reaction, reaction I was expecting. Yeah, <laughs> I I don't know why, but as soon as you said that, I pictured like a fat goalkeeper. That's not right, is it? He's not. It's not fat. No, he's okay. short for a keeper. Close but, enough. Sure, I mean, the, the main reason I've gone for him is, I mean, obviously a Saints player. He went, came up from League One, Championship, Prem, uh, but. When around the time we were in championship pushing for Prem, my mum was texting someone and Kelvin Davis kept popping up on her phone 
And I was like, Mum, what's going on here? <laughs> uh, <laughs> she, she obviously clocked on what I was thinking and thought, this will be funny. So she told me she was talking to the Saints goalkeeper. No. <laughs> I was like, that is sick. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, turns out it was a different Kelvin Davis. Ah, uh, <laughs> it was a really exciting couple of days where I thought my <laughs> mum was <laughs> fair play from you, mum. Uh, uh, well, I already know this, but obviously the listeners, your mum's a big Southampton fan as well, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, big yeah. Time. <laughs> you were thinking, oh, free season tickets? Uh, yeah, I was. Know. I was thinking my life's going to change from this. I'll be the changing rooms every week. Yeah. I'll be the new manager soon. <laughs> But he was also a very good keeper. Yeah. I mean, he made oh, a lot of appearances. Yeah, he was there for a while, wasn't he? Yeah, he's still there as a coach. I've not heard of him. Because <laughs> it was when we were in League One in the Championship. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Shows, uh, as his Premier League fans ignorant to the, yeah. the rest of football. <laughs> yeah, I'm a Premier League fan and a National League fan. Anywhere in between, I'm lost. You just don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> well, fair play. I mean, if you can make 271 appearances for one club, I mean... 618 senior appearances. He's, he's got to be a good goalkeeper. Yeah, oh. yeah. He, re- he really was. He was just very agile. That was his thing. Like, even as he was getting older, he kept his agility. Nice. I love that. I mean, like I said, 608 appearances at any level of football, and especially if he's played for multiple teams, and big teams as well, like Ipswich, Southampton, big yeah. names. Yeah. And I think to, for him to get like the chance in the Prem, like, I think everyone knew it wasn't going to be like a long-term thing. Yeah. But- it was nice to see him play in the frame. I think yeah. he played in our first game back against like Man City. Nice. And it was like, I think we lost 3 2, but he had oh. a decent game. Yeah, at least it wasn't like an 8 0. I mean, you <laughs> could have won 2 0 if he had added. <laughs> sorry, yeah, sorry. I shouldn't have said 8. Sorry. <laughs> trigger, eight, trigger. No, I'll take 8 any day. <laughs> right. So, Kelvin Davis, lovely. Great player. You're right. We were going into that. We didn't know him. That's fair. I mean, what what I find weird though is when you search his ne- his name on Google, I find out what his spouse's name and his children's name are. So that's slightly like, worrying. Yeah, it's really really odd, isn't it? <laughs> so you can't tell you who he played for, but I can tell you that his kids are called John and Susan. <laughs> Let's move on to your right back. Unless you want to start left back, your choice. Right back's fine with me. That's the correct choice. That's going to say you said left back. We might have had some issues, but right back, good choice. Let's go there. Good. I'm glad I've chosen the right one. <laughs> right. So my right back, I've gone for, I was going to say a rogue choice, but probably most of mine are a bit different. Uh, John Arnorisa. Ooh. Nice. A right back? Yeah, well, you know, I've shoehorned some players in here. All right, all right. I'll allow it, I'll allow He's, it. So, Just so I can talk about him. <laughs> I used to go and watch Fulham a lot because my friends supported Fulham and they had like season tickets. Uh, and when he played for them... I just remember, like, whenever he'd had a free kick, it would just be like, this is... Like, it could be anywhere on the pitch, and this could be going in. Yeah. It was always, like, an exciting moment. Always an absolute rocket when he hit the ball as it well, was, wasn't it? I was always thinking, like, you just wouldn't want to be in the wall when he's taking a free kick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just get, someone goes through concussion protocol after getting in the way of a free kick. <laughs> what a player. He... I love John Arisa. I, I was going to put him in my team, but I didn't actually have a left back because I, again, I segue players into my team also. <laughs> but John Arisa, what a, what a man. Like like oh, you man. said, banging free kicks from anywhere, was rapid for a left back. A handsome man. But he made 110 appearances for Norway. Really? That which many? A hell of a lot of appearances. To be fair, it was before they were good. So it was before Haaland and before... 
uh, Udgar and all that. I love how you went before Haaland and then struggled. <laughs> they got they got some players, but yeah, I mean, like you said, any free kick anywhere on the pitch, and you're thinking, oh yeah, this might be going top bins. And yeah. like, I've never seen a man strike a ball harder than John Arisa. I don't know how he it, did it. Either. It always seemed like you know you know those shots that uh, a player will take and the camera can't quite keep up. That was always John Arisa. Like it yeah. would take on the replays, he would take the kick, and then the camera was like, <laughs> trying to follow it. There's one where it's against United actually, and uh, oh yeah, they like knock it forward, and he just runs onto it and full on leathers it left peg, and then he does that his classic celebration, which he had to stop doing because they banned it, where he'd pull his shirt up over his head, and then like for some reason not take his shirt off, just pull his shirt so was, his head was out of the shirt, but his arms were still in it. Yeah, don't know why I did that, and he's absolutely jacked as well. <laughs> Full on rip, just sl- knee slides into the corner. Loved yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, Drew, that's why he did it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> what I mean is, why did he not take the whole shirt off? Why stop at the sleeves? Because he's more. ginger. Yeah, he's, he's really embarrassed about his four his biceps. He's like, I don't want to show them. Leave them back in. No, I think it's because he's ginger. Cover the hair. <laughs> no, but that's what I'm saying. His head was out. His full head was out. Wait, I thought I head. thought he did it where it was like over the head. He did that for a bit, and then he stopped doing that. He put it straight over his head, and then he'd have the whole the shirt, the shoulders, and the oh. sleeves still on. So, so why did they ban it? Was it just like in the well, same vein? Take his shirt off, and it. So when off. they made that a rule, he had to stop doing it because <laughs> otherwise he'd be booked. I still don't understand why that's a thing, though. Yeah, no, yeah, it's a bit weird, isn't it? I don't get that. No. <laughs> it's it's like it's the whole thing of like oh, it's showboating, but surely. Any every really, every yeah. celebration is showbroken. If if that was the case, Ronaldo should be booked every time he scored. Yeah, and Jesse Lingard should be banned for life. <laughs> <laughs> you make up a little hand signal for yourself. Get in the bin. Yeah, he's got a whole West clothing label out of it now. West Ham had their like little celebration the other week where they were all playing in a band or something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Someone put, like weird, someone like put their was like Declan Rice the drum or something like that. Yeah. Speaking speaking of celebrations though, and I'm, I swear this team is Norwegian as well, which links nicely with uh, John Anarisa. Isn't there that team that do like every time they score, they do like ridiculous like celebrations? Like there was one where they were fishing. Yeah, yeah. there's a bowling one. Where they <laughs> yeah, bowl the ball yeah, like every time they do. I swear they're like Norwegian or something. They're sort of that sort of area of Europe anyway. Yeah, do you reckon well, they do that because they don't score that much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, right, that's yeah, you. It, they'll be like 12 nil down, they'll score a goal, and they're like, right, guys, we've practiced this all week. Yeah. Well, clearly, the reason they don't score so much is because they're too busy practicing celebration yeah. and actually training football. <laughs> God. Uh, right, I love John Reese as a choice. Uh, I, I, to be honest, it's one of them where, even as a Liverpool fan, I forget about him until someone mentions him. I'm like, oh, yeah, John Reese. Great player. Like a good Alberto Moreno. I actually really like John Onorisa as well, just because yeah. if you, anyone who's got a good highlight reel and one that's really enjoyable to watch, yeah, yeah, and he's I'd one. Say of them. He was Liverpool's best left back until Andy Robertson. Uh, I don't yeah, know. Moreno in, in, in the Premier League era. Don't say Moreno, Moreno was up there. Up there in up what there. scale? <laughs> Terrible left backs. Yes, he was top of that list. <laughs> yeah, he was awful. I remember when he signed Alberto Moreno. I was like, oh, he's going to be the new Risa. Scored a wonder goal against Spurs. I was like, oh, here we go. It's the new Risa. And then it turned out to be the Risa at the end of his Liverpool career when he was absolutely pants. Yeah. <laughs> right. Anyway, move away from Alberto Moreno. Are we going, are we going across? No, the not back? Moreno. That's what Risa. I said. Moving, All right, okay, moving right. away from him. 
far away as possible, please. Are we are we moving across the across the back, or are we go into your left back now? Um, yeah, we'll move across the back. We'll have yeah. a look at the centre backs. Um, all right, yeah, we'll say in that part of the world, my next centre back is Vestergaard, like Ooh. current player. Um, I mean, he's just massive. I think you know. He, like he walks out of the tunnel and he's literally like double the size of the people he's next to. <laughs> but, but I reckon he's going to be the next big thing. Like when Bergen and everyone was like, oh yeah, he's all right. And then he went to Liverpool and everyone's like, this guy's amazing. It's going to be the same thing with Vestergaard. Do you reckon? Yeah. I remember he, he scored against United, didn't he? He scored this incredible header against United. Yeah. Um, And he, he absolutely dominated in that game as well. He was, he was solid at the back. Um, he can actually... He's actually got a good pass on him, which I think people don't really... He's got, he's sort of got everything except pace. Yeah, I was going to say, I seem to remember his, his FIFA card this year has like 40 pace or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something tragic. Like <laughs> no one's ever going to play him on FIFA then. No. <laughs> 46, 46 pace he's got on FIFA. Oh, God. <laughs> but no, I think you're right though. Like, Southampton have this tendency of like picking up random centre-backs and making them class. I know. I mean, Dayan Lovren being the exception to that. That was the other player. That's the other player Liverpool signed for Southampton. Dayan Lovren. Oh, yeah. Didn't he say he was the best centre-back in the world? He did. And he was uh, very mistaken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just before they lost the, fight, the World Cup final. Yeah, because I think he said when he didn't make it in the team of the, season, the team of the tournament, he was like, well, I'm one of the best centre-backs in the world and I've been in the World Cup final, so I should be. I was like, all right, all right, Dayan, calm down, mate. You're on the bench to, to Joel Matip. You can't say that. <laughs> the thing is, as well, even the best players in the world don't say they're the best players in the world. No. Like, you avoid it. that. No. Even if you're Ronaldo or Messi and you know yeah. you are, you just don't say it. You pretend to be humble when actually you do know. <laughs> yeah, like, no, <laughs> me? No, no. Dan's <laughs> like, no, yeah, me, yes, yes. <laughs> but not but not Dan Lover. Let's, let's move away from him. But Yeah, that's the guy. I'm a big fan of Vestigard, actually, and I, would, I wouldn't yeah. mind the pool pie name as well. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't put it past them at this point. If if they if Virgil's not quite back in time for the start of the Premier League next season, he'd be that dominating centre back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, I mean, he does deal well with, considering the league he's playing in now. And yes, I mean, Southampton have a tendency to ship goals in quite a few games, but I feel like he is an exception to that. He's actually a decent defender. I agree. Mm-hmm. Who's yeah, his partner? Right. Who, who partners him in centre back in the actual Southampton team? I've. I've gone again, Saints. I can't help it. I've gone Jose Fonte. Nice. Hey. Uh, I just think he's a bit of a legend. Um, obviously, he played for Saints again, League One Championship, Prem. He was great in all of them. And then I assumed oh, that he's like peaked. He leaves. Where is he now? I can't remember. Lille. I don't actually know where he is now. Uh, Lille. He's about to win. He's almost about to win the French title. Oh, oh yeah. Um, and then he's won the Euros with Portugal. He's and he was like a big part in that team. And he's got the same birthday as me. Oh, there no. you go. I mean, yeah, if tick, that's tick, not really what's winning the team. Tick, tick, tick. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, he was just great. He's one of those players that and like he's always said he wants to come back to Lampton. So I think like all Saints fans just love him. I always think of um Jose Font when I think about like that Danny Osvaldo phase of, of Southampton. What a player mm. for a game. I, I love that I love that like um that 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 they had that um, black away kit, Southampton. Yes, yeah, yeah. That era then, I loved that. That was so nice. Yeah, the last the, last days of Lallana. Yeah, yeah. Wonder. I was going to say that was Lallana, Rodriguez. You had, um, uh, what's the name? There's another big midfielder you had at that point. Oh, Wanyama. Yes, yes, yes. Big Vic. 
I love I love that Southampton side. That's that Southampton side was actually the reason that I put Jose Fonte in my streets will never forget team. Ooh. And the yeah. fact that I gave on that, which is still an amazing fact, Jose Font, the only player to ever win League One and the European Championship. So that's what yeah. that is incredible. That's a hell of a stat. Hell of a stat. It means nothing to anyone outside of England. Because <laughs> they're like the League One sounds like yeah. Oh. Oh, oh, he won France, did he? No, no, no. League One, not, not League One. Not League One. <laughs> Although he is about to win Liga also. Then he'll be the yeah. only player to win League One, Liga, and the Euros. <laughs> what a player. And when he had his long hair, it was majestic. I don't remember long hair. He had long yeah. hair. That was back. That was League One days. Nice. So he had like a, a, vest, yeah, like a Vestergaard trim. It was exactly Vestergaard. They had the same hair. If you had them next to each other, it would be... So, so in this team, are they both going to be rocking that that trip? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Big, love that. Oh my god, he looks like a different person. Wow, what a man! Oh, I love that kit as well. That was a centenary kit. That's a really nice kit. That's when the ox, the ox was there. He's also played for Liverpool. Oh yeah. Who hasn't? It's all of them. <laughs> all right, I love that. Right, so let's move on to your left back. So you got yeah. a right, you've got a left back at right back. So have you got a right back at left back? <laughs> uh, I haven't, but right. Okay, this, this one will go down well, but it's from a particular period just to make it still Saints. I've gone with Gareth Bale. Yeah. Yes. I knew you guys would like that. But I've I, gone mean, with him. I mean, if you're going with Bale, it has to be like the Southampton one if you're putting him at left back. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. I think it's interesting. You don't really, like, he's not a defensive player at all. Like, even if he tracks back, you don't really see him as being good at defending. But when he was at yeah. Saints and he played left back, he was solid. But I guess that was in, like, we in championships and all that at the time. Yeah. But yeah, I, it's it's weird to think of him as a left back. Like, re- it's really weird to think of him as a left back now. I think it's what yeah, because I think people forget that he signed for Spurs as a left back because obviously he yeah. started off as number three, yeah, at, uh, Spurs, and then obviously moved to number eleven afterwards. But I think with Bale at Southampton, he was just that kid that broke through, and everyone was like, "Who's this guy? Oh my god!" Yeah. And like, started banging in free kicks. And then, like, made his debut for Wales when he was at Southampton. Banged in a free kick on his debut for Wales as well. I, just, I mean, the, the the wonders of Gareth Bale will never be lost on us as Wales fans. Yeah. He can do no wrong. He could punch me in the face, and I'd thank him for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's the reason I, I used to wear the number twenty-two because that's what he wore at Southampton. Ah, would, nice. Oh, did he? Yeah, he was my favourite player while he was at Saints. He also uh, had a, a bad Jose Font old school trim when he was at Saints. Oh yeah, maybe it's a Saints thing. <laughs> yeah. Because that was when Gareth Bale, I, he must have had it sorted by then. His ears were massive when he was at Southampton. Yeah, they were like... <laughs> <laughs> he was not a looker back in the day. That's how he got so much... That's why he moved to left mid. Because when he got his ears pinned back, he suddenly had all the <laughs> aerodynamics. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't get further up the pitch before he was getting blown back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, what I, I love Gareth Bale. Um, the left-back version of Gareth Bale was actually underrated. I mean... He was he was like obviously being like scouted by all the big clubs. Not saying Southampton aren't no disrespect, but like the like the clubs that were eyeing him up. Like I'm sure United were probably looking at him. Yeah, him. no, they they were in for um, him. Yeah, and then like you see his development as to what he's become now. It's just so strange to think that young kid at left back at Southampton is now yeah. or was for a while one of the best players in the world. Crazy, and he's sort of getting his form back right before the Euros. Oh so. yes. Thank you very much. Would be good. Obviously, it's it's absolutely it's absolutely not Wales. No, we're going out. We're going out the group stage. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like we had our moment four years ago, five years ago, five. Yeah, 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 five 14, years ago 14, now. 16, we 
yeah, we had our moment. Uh, I don't think the team now is as good as it was back then. I don't. I think it's. I think it's better, talent-wise. I just think it's less. It's whether they're as cohesive as that team were, because that team were very, very close. Yeah, and I think as well, like Wales have already got an excuse for the Euros by saying, "Oh well, our manager's not actually here," so well, you know. <laughs> yeah. He's, yeah, he's a bit we, busy being in prison. So yeah, yeah, yeah we won't. We 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 won't go into that. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, Gareth Bale. Right. So this is a this is a random one, Gareth Bale. Right. Oh. So FIFA two thousand and eight. Yeah, on PS2, you can make your own teams, right? I made a team called Drew's Dragons, and I had some amazing players in there. I had a young Messi, I had Joaquin from Real Betis, I had Henri, I had some obviously Gerard in there, and then I played three at the back, and I had Gareth Bale at three at the back as a like a seventeen-year-old left back at a centre back, and. What I used to do, because I love Gareth Bale scoring free kicks so much, I would change teams in the middle of the game, hack my own players oh my God. in front of the in front of the box, switch back teams, and then score a free kick with Gareth Bale. <laughs> Loved it. <laughs> Loved it. That's that's the most obscure, like <laughs> that's almost like a, a really sad story in a way. <laughs> yeah, I don't have any friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny. I just I just like the idea of you being like 3-0 down, say, and you're like, right, change player, hack, go back. I think I was on an amateur as well, player. so it wasn't our side. Oh my god. <laughs> That's probably why all the free kicks went in. The goalkeeper never moved. <laughs> yeah, the keeper was just rooted to the spot. <laughs> well, that's enough sad stories about my lonely child. <laughs> yeah. If anything, you can tell that as an insult because I did that rather than hang out with you. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> yeah, I was like eleven, so you can't blame me for that. Two thousand eight. No, I was I've I, I, I decided not to think about you know yeah, 15. Stuff. Right, yeah. so let, let's move away from your defence. <laughs> Gareth Bale in my lonely childhood. And let's move into your midfield. So you've got four in midfield. You, you said two, two. So you're going for two centre mids, two fl- fluid attacking mids. Yeah, 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 we'll do it that way. All right, cool. So you go, go. Lead us away. All right, so my centre mids, I've gone for... I, mean, I, I couldn't really do a team and not put Matt Letizia in there because yeah. he's just the best player to ever play for Southampton. I mean, he's starting to get rated now, which is weird, I think. Like when they were doing that Premier League Hall of Fame, he was one of the nominees. I voted for him. I agree, yeah. Oh, good. But sort of like back in the day, he had two caps for England, I think. He played for the England B team loads and scored hat-tricks in school all the time, but... I think probably because he was playing for Saints, it wasn't as yeah. glamorous as yeah. being like a Liverpool United player. I sort of like that. And I think that's why now he's being sort of recognised for it in the fact that he just never left. He just wanted yeah. to play for Southampton, stayed there and just by far Southampton's best ever player. Yeah. I think it's just like, he's a one-man highlight reel. Like, yeah, genuinely the goals he scored that, if he scored them in this day and age, like he would be like, Regarded as one of the best players in the world, like the way I mean, some of the goals. There's one I'd always remember one where he like gets the ball on the edge of the box and he flicks it over one of them, flicks it over yes. another one, and then calmly side foots it on the half volley into the corner. I just I'd never seen anything like it. He makes yeah, it you, so easy. Yeah. If you if you saw Harry Kane do that now, pundits would be absolutely losing their minds over oh, it. Oh yeah, absolutely. But that's what I mean. Like like I just all I think about like I had like a, a hundred best Premier League goals. DVD and it was like from 2005 or something like that so it was all the ones from the 90s and it was like pretty much like 
25 of them were just Matt Letizia scoring <laughs> absolute bangers. Loved He's, it. Yeah, he was something different. He, he really was. He was fantastic. I never knew. So he stayed at Southampton for, well, from 1986 to 2002. And then just decided to go to a non-league club in Eastleigh. Yeah, but I mean, Eastleigh's pretty much Southampton, isn't it? Like, I know, but imagine imagine being a fan of Eastleigh and then it was just like, oh, by the way, we've signed Matt Letizia. She's <laughs> like, whoa, whoa. Like, I can imagine he probably walked around the pitch though. Like even as yeah. he was getting a bit older, yeah, he's probably he didn't really run anywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah. like, yeah, I'm just gonna start, I'm just gonna stand here, and then yeah, yeah. You can pass me if you want, but I'm just gonna be here if you don't mind. Yeah. He was, he was there for the shirt sales, wasn't he? Easy <laughs> <laughs> shirt, shirt sales shop. I don't think you could buy an easy shirt, could you? Is that yeah. thing? <laughs> no, I can't can. say much. I'm a Wrexham fan. I think we're in the same league as them now. Yeah, but I don't think Eastleigh are owned by... Anyway, let's not get into the ownership of Wrexham. No, let's not do that. No, let's Call myself, call myself. Wales, Belgium. Oh, shit, I'm going through all of them. <laughs> Flashbacks. Yeah, PTSD for my own podcast. <laughs> right. Matt Letizia, amazing choice. What a if, player. If he doesn't make it in the Premier League Hall of Fame, it's a travesty. I mean, I, I'm not a big fan of the Hall of Fame, honestly, the concept, but... I, I don't like it because at, one, at some point, they've done it too soon as well, so at some point, they're just going to run out. Yeah, well, they put two more in today, didn't they? Was it Roy Keane? Uh, yeah, it was Eric Cantona and Roy Keane. It's also it's weird because you can't really disagree with any of the people they bring forward. Oh, that's what I mean. All the people they brought forward, I was like, why are they not all going in? Yeah, so they all go well, in. They will all go in. It's just who goes in first, isn't it? It's oh, just stupid. I don't yeah. get that. Anyway, enough of the, like, the Premier League trying to drum up interest in their sport again. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get away from the Super League is what they're trying to do. Like, oh, quick, distract people. Hall of Fame. We've been good in the past. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, who's who's partnering Matt Letizia in that uh, central midfield role? I've gone for James Ward-Prowse. Oh, what a player. What a player. He is my next hopeful target for Liverpool to pick up. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Someone, what a pundit today, I think, said he's a Liverpool player if I've ever seen one. And I was just thinking, please. Oh, yes, oh, good lad, pundit. But, Jet, you've got some free kicks in that team. Yeah, yeah, you like that picture of AC Milan when they're all stood over the ball. It's like yeah. Pirlo, Beckham, and Ronaldinho. We love Bale, James Ward Prowse, and Matt Letizia. That's true. James Ward Prowse makes me laugh so much because I swear there's a video of him somewhere in the um, when he got picked for the England national side and they're in training. And you've got like Rashford, uh, Lingard, Alexander Arnold, and like there's all these players that are like trying to just um hit these free kicks in and stuff like that and he just smashes one top corner and whoever's in goal and I swear it's Henderson just goes oh fuck off Ward Prowse why are you even here <laughs> just go away <laughs> it's like why why are you here he's so good I mean like he's, he's, he's incredible he's, I don't think he's underrated in a sense because I think people know now what he is yeah. he he could and no offence Rob but he could be at a better side yeah oh, yeah, 100% yeah. Yeah. I think the only thing that might keep him at Saints is that he like He's the captain, the number one yeah, pick. He loves it, doesn't he? Kind of support Saints now. He, you know, he's mm. he's Saints through and through. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And it could be that thing of like a lot of other Saints players, they go to the bigger clubs, they have like a couple of good seasons, and then they start not really getting picked. Yeah. Come on, eh? <laughs> I mean, it's not a bad season, but he's like, I don't think he's going back to London, is he? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> yeah. I think um, with James Ward Prowse as well, I think. Like the free kicks is one thing, but one thing I think people don't really notice is how much of a shit house he is. Like he loves so. putting it about, loves it. It's but weirdly enough, he's got like a feud with Zaha. It's a really weird 
like people to like hate each other, but they absolutely despise each other. I mean, I I couldn't see them two going for a pint together. So like, they probably, <laughs> probably would have played England and Twenty Ones together. Yeah, 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 it's pretty similar age, aren't they? They must have. Yeah. Uh, I think Zaha's a bit older, but yeah. Is he? But I mean, he basically got Zaha sent off last season because I think like there was a throw in given the wrong way, and then James Ward-Prowse went to take it and like pretended to throw it at Zaha just as like a joke. Zaha got annoyed, got a yellow card, and then started like clapping at the ref, and then got sent an- another yellow card. <laughs> <laughs> the fans were just cheering James Ward-Prowse, and then they were doing a that. chant where it's like you've got Zaha in your pocket. And he turns around and looks in his pocket and then goes. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's what I mean. He's always like chirps away at the refs. He he loves it. Like you always see him turning around, like proper having to go at people. I really rate James Ward-Prowse, and obviously yeah. anyone that can bang in free kicks the way he does yeah. on a, such a consistent level as well is mad. It is. So I think good. he needs one more to equal the most in a Premier League season. I think it's. Oh, what that's is hard, it? It's one of the things where you like you think everyone fancies themselves as a bit of footballer would say, oh, yeah, free kicks aren't that hard. But you actually do it, and you're like, all right, they're hard. Yeah, dead I mean, ball like that. And, oh, my God. He hits them from such range as well. People people who say that as well are taking them in the park with no wall in front of them. Yeah. In like, a rug- it's a rugby goal with high posts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's like, if anyone, if anyone had, like, a six-man, five-man, six-man wall in front of them and had to get it up and over and then back down under the bar in that shortest, like, space of time, it's just, like... He's it's doing that and keeping the power on it as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah but he always kicks it in the same way. He's got like a specific way of kicking it. He almost like jumps off the ground as he does it. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. mad, mad technique. And he is like a hell of a player. I think he should be the England squad for the Euros, I would say. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree. I'd put I'd him agree. in there. If Henderson's not fit, I'd put him in there. How old is he? Like 26, 27? maybe? 27? I, I would guess. I don't actually know how old he is. Oh, so he's got some years ahead of him. Yeah, some great years to come in the League of Liverpool. Good lad. <laughs> We need, yeah, a, we, need a, we need a we need a Vinaldo replacement. Get him straight in. Oh, I'd be so sad. <laughs> no, I think you're right. I think the like the captain factor that will play a part if if everyone comes after him. I think maybe, but the, the lure of playing for a Liverpool or a Man U is yeah, Champions League is pretty pretty a big draw, isn't it, for players in that sort of ilk? Especially if he's like what? in around the Euro, the England squad, where other players are playing in Champions League. You'd be like, oh, I yeah, if I could taste of that. That's that would be the worrying thing for like a team a team like Southampton if he went. You've got yeah. all these players that play for like the top side that could just be like wherever on uh, during that tournament they could just be like, hey, do you fancy? Yeah, we could do a view down our club. Do you fancy? <laughs> do, you, do you fancy coming out? It's the same with like Danny Ings if he goes to the Euros because he's already being linked with moving away. If the players are just like you know, yeah, we could fit in our team. Yeah, where would he go? Tottenham won him apparently because apparently Kane might be leaving. Oh, Kane's going, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Throw back wants... to uh, Kieran's episode and we took the mic out of him saying Kane's going to leave. He's like, nah, it won't happen. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That'll be funny. Uh, he he wants to stay in the Premier League though, which is very interesting well, as well. Yeah, he could. Yeah. I saw a picture of Pep with a cigar and the, the tag was <laughs> when Harry Kane says he wants to leave and win trophies. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no. That's gonna be chaotic. Whoever he goes to, that's just like an, an extra twenty-five goals a season. Fingers crossed it's United. I want I, him so much. I think it'd be United. I I want him so much. You not think he'd go Man City? I don't think I don't necessarily think Pep would actually want him. I think Pep's found found a way to play without that out and out striker. Yeah, but Harry Kane could be that. Harry Kane plays a false. Yeah, he's, he's not an out and out striker, really, is he? Yeah, maybe. He's a nine or a ten. He's just he's class. 
He's such a good player. I'd have him at Liverpool, honestly, <laughs> but I don't think I don't think we've got the money or the want to get him. While Jurgen Klopp still worships the ground that Roberto Firmino works on, <laughs> I don't think they're going to pick up any big strikers. I like Firmino. I, I mean, he's not Harry Kane, is he? No. Anyway, 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 we we digress. We digress. <laughs> we love to do that. Onto the and onto the the attacking midfielders in this midfield. Right. So attacking midfielders. The reason I've gone like attacking midfielder, right mid, you know, wherever is because I don't really know where he played or played played. He must be older now. I've gone for Clint Dempsey. Oh yes. All right. Uh, I, he's a weird one. Again, I used to watch Fulham a lot, so I saw him play. And he was great to watch, but I still don't know what he was good at, like what his thing was. But he was just a solid player. Yeah, and I think but he was the, all the Fulham fans' favorite player. I think he got by a lot of time from just being American, and people were like, "Yeah, he's good at football. He's American. That's enough for me." <laughs> yeah. Yes, the American influence that were just like, "Yeah." <laughs> he was basically, like the American international team for a while, wasn't he? Mm. Like it was him and is it Donovan? Yeah. Oh, Donovan, yeah. yeah. He got 141 caps for USA. Wow. And fair play, the other the other players were absolutely shocking. So I can't, <laughs> I'm not surprised at his era. Like, they're good now. USA have got some hell, hell of good players now, like Gio Reyna and other ones like that. But, I mean, he was the... Like you said, him and Donovan were like holding it down for a long time. Yeah. yeah. He scored some cracking goals as well. I was looking at it before this. And, like, obviously they're not the most amazing goals for a player that isn't particularly quick, he wasn't particularly skillful, anything like that. He scored some cracking goals. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. There are some players that I'm like, I don't actually know what their main, yeah, like best attribute is. Like Thomas Muller, yeah, genuinely, yeah. for all my life, I've no idea what his <laughs> best attribute is. They almost it's look the like they could be clumsy when they're on the pitch, like. Yeah, and it works. It works. It yeah, works. I, I love Clint Dempsey. I love the fact as well he just played for Fulham, who were just av- like average at best, if we're, if we're honest. But um, I think he was there the season they got to the... Do you remember the season they got to the Europa League final? Yeah. Was that that season? And they beat um, Juventus. Yeah, was he there? I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah, they beat Juventus at Craven Cottage. Yeah, 4-1 <laughs> or 4-0 or something like that, yeah. Yeah, something mad. Madness. Here's a fun quote for... Uh, about Clint Dempsey. So this is why he was so popular in America. So uh, he was known as a player who had a penchant for the odd wonder goal and a reputation as the guy who walked onto the field and started doing back heels, leading former coach Bruce Arena to say of him, he tries shit. (laughs) He tries shit. (laughs) And that's good enough to get you 141 caps for the USA. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you what, there you go. Yeah, his wonder goal for Fulham in the 2010 Europa League round of 16 against Juventus and audacious chip from the very edge of the penalty box was a counterpoint to American soccer players as brutish, hustling grunt workers. I don't know who the fuck wrote this article, but it's very uh, descriptive. Yeah. Fair, fair yeah he, he did play against Juventus and he scored. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, Clint Dempsey forever will be ingrained in my mind as the player that Liverpool almost traded Jordan Henderson plus £8 million for. That would have been a travesty. If you look back at their careers now, thinking what Henderson's gone to do, but but yeah. at the time Henderson wasn't like no, he was pretty pants back then. Yeah, <laughs> at the time I'd have been like, yeah, do it. But now look back, you're like, okay, I'm glad you didn't do that because yeah. three years of Clint Dempsey 
trying shit. <laughs> trying <laughs> not shit. Been the same. Back healing and trying shit. <laughs> you get two goals a season, you go, but he tries shit. <laughs> he tries shit, so that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. On to your next attacking midfielder. So my next one is someone that you guys won't know because it's my mate called Dave Miller. But Dave Miller. The reason I've gone for him is because we used to have a five-a-side uh, like tournament at school. It was the year 12 and year 13s. You could all have your own team with like your mates. We did it at lunchtime and after school. And we were playing a game against like top of the league. They were like the best team. And everyone was watching, like all the years, it was like all building in the, in the cage watching. And there was a bit, and our keeper, he rolls it out. I flick it up. This guy called Sam Thurwell comes sliding in to try and get it. I flick it over him. Probably the only good thing I've ever done. <laughs> flick it over him. Dave Miller, first time, smashes it in. Everyone goes wild because everyone wanted them to lose. Just everyone piling on top. It's one of the best moments I've ever had playing football. <laughs> <laughs> Class. I love that. I love the fact as well, because we, we would just... Um at lunchtime or after school just play football we didn't create a league out of it or anything like that we yeah. just played football I love the fact there was an actual league about it that's yeah, really it cool was someone like the year above us they were just like every, like we were just like two years where everyone loved football and they yeah. were just like would you guys play if we started a league and we were all like yeah probably and then it just like blew up and everyone loved it it was great that's class like, it just filled I all the like, lunchtimes and our after school because it was so good I love that that's class. Okay. I also did you pick him for the fact that he scored that goal, or did you pick him so that you could tell us your oh, best bit of football? It's <laughs> about the assist. Not about the assist. <laughs> I should have just put myself in room. Yeah, <laughs> just do it. Fuck it. He is actually a really good footballer. To be fair to him, Dave right. Miller. I don't know why he sounds like he could like you know sink some pints. <laughs> He's probably very different. Like Dave, actually, you'd call him David. He's not really a Dave. Oh, he's a David. <laughs> yeah. I wanted him to sound a bit like rougher. <laughs> We're in Guildford and he's called David. So <laughs> yeah, David Miller has a different ring to it than Dave Miller. Yeah, I'll give you yeah. that. <laughs> so, um, I mean, a, da- a Dave Miller is that guy that sits at the end of the bar. He's in at 12 o'clock yeah. midday and he drinks until close. Yeah. IPA. Big time. David Miller's, uh, you know, he's gone to law school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've never had such in-depth analysis of someone's name before. I know, yeah. Nice. I don't know what else to say about him. I don't, I'll probably get him to listen to the podcast. I don't want to insult him too much. <laughs> I hope I'll Dave Miller. <laughs> so does he go by Dave or does he go by David? We call him Dave. Okay. His parents would never call him Dave. <laughs> Ooh, controversial. I know. <laughs> right, let's move away from Dave and his name. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that'd be David or Dave. David. <laughs> So let's go into your strike force. Two up top. Who we got? I've gone for one of them is Ibrahimovic. Nice. Just, I mean, the goals he scored. I think the fact that he's still playing as well. How old is he? 38? 39, I think. 39. To be honest, I wouldn't put it past him if he was 40. Yeah. It, just every And every time he's played against Saints, he'd always score. Like, and you'd sort of watch it and you'd be so annoyed but you just admire it he's just he could just score from anywhere yeah he's he's unreal like such a good player and like I'm not ashamed to say this I, obviously I was good when he joined United because I would much rather he didn't join United yeah. but I mean the clubs he's played for the goals he's scored the goals he's scored since turning 30 is incredible it's mad yeah. he's scored more goals since turning 30 than he did in his 20s which is crazy 
ridiculous. Do like, you do you think he has the best club resume ever? I know you've got team the players like David Beckham, but he's played. It feels like Ibrahimovic has played for more of the top teams. Yeah, and I think David Beckham as well. We went to AC Milan and PSG. It was sort of like a, a world tour rather than actually contributing yeah, that yeah, much. Yeah. I think Whereas, he's played for those teams when they were in their prime as well. Yeah, 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 definitely. Like yeah. that that AC team of like the like the 2010 2012 range when he was there. Was at like with him and like El Shuare and like I think Rabinho was there at the same time as actually, but they were class. And he's such a good player, like so good. What I love is if anyone can incorporate like kung fu into football, I love that. When one of the goals he scored, I think it was AC actually, where like he did something with his leg, and I was like, I don't even think my leg can do that, <laughs> let alone think about even trying it in a professional football game. Like absolutely mental how good yeah. he is. It is the fact, well, he tries shit, but it comes off all the time. Yes. He tries shit. Yeah. The Swedish Clint Dempsey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it might be known as the Swedish Clint Dempsey. The, be- the best thing about Ibra is he has a God complex. And I think he's one of the only people to have a God complex and people like him for it. It yeah. almost works for him. I don't understand why he refers to himself as a lion all the time. Yeah. Well, what, what was the one where he says, like, if you buy it, when you buy me, you're buying a Ferrari? Or something like that. Like, I don't think I w- you will ever hear another player like talk about himself like that. No, he backs himself to the hill, but he, he backs it up as well, doesn't he? Like, actually, yeah. he walks the That's walk. Because Balotelli was a bit like that, wasn't he? Yeah. Like, when Balotelli was like, all right, he was sort of trying to speak in the same way Ibra does, but he just never backed it up. Or he tried stuff like in that Man City game where he tried that like back heel goal and just missed it. And everyone was yeah. like, what are you doing? Yeah. And then it's quickly forgotten, though, isn't it? Because He's Ibrahimovic and he'll pull something out like yeah. out of the bag in the next game. Continue. As a crying shame that he's just been ruled out of the Euros. He's not going to be there. Oh really? Yeah, he got a knee. Oh, he got a knee injury, no. so he's Might not going to be, be there. He just came back and said, like, out of retirement, saying, "Yeah, I'll play in the Euros." And then he's like, "Nope, sorry, and these don't work." So, some of, some of his quotes as well. I've got some here. Uh, when he was asked what he got his wife for Valentine's Day. He said, what do you mean present? She's got Zlatan. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I can't help but laugh at how perfect I am. Um, I won't be the king of Manchester. I will be the god of Manchester. Uh, and then I, th- th- there was one. It's not there, but there was one. I remember when he joined, it was, I think it was when he joined PSG, where he said something like, I don't know many of the players here, but you can guarantee they know who I am. <laughs> It's like fucking hell. He then did go on to become the record goal scorer, so I think you can let him. I know, but it's just like imagine being one of the players at PSG at that time, and you were just like, oh, oh yeah, thanks, <laughs> yeah, thanks, thanks Latte. Yeah. It's not a good way to endear yourself. No, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, absolutely class. The Swedish Clint Dempsey. So let's move away from him. Let's go on to your second striker. Who is his partner? My second striker is Shane Long. <laughs> now that yeah, is what? a but sliding scale of strikers right there. You've, what, you've sliding lo- upwards? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've lost me. <laughs> I mean, he's got the fastest ever Premier League goal. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's got that for him. He basically made Sadio Mane's fastest ever Premier League hat-trick. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. He made that, and he scored my favourite ever goal, which was in the semi-final of the Cup against Liverpool at Anfield. We'd won the first leg, 1-0. They were pushing for a goal, corner. 
and then we break away. It's played up. You hear the commentary. Shane Long smashes it in. Everyone goes mental. All the Liverpool fans start walking out. Best moment. I can't agree with you on that one. I didn't know that too much. <laughs> That's not. It's not really like Liverpool fans to walk out in a uh, in a cup competition when they're down, is it? Uh, <laughs> did, did, did they do that? When did they do that? I mean, the Champions League final. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I would have said <laughs> crying. It was a whole thing. Don't worry about it. Shane Shane Long, though, like, he is very quick. I'll give him that. And he scored the quickest goal in the Premier League. Bit of an average player, though, surely. Oh, yeah. He's not good at football. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to be good at football to get in this thing. Trust me. <laughs> fair. 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 No, he's, he's the classic, like, oh, he works really hard for the team. He's one of them. Yeah, yeah. I, I just all, all I, all I really remember about Shane. Well, I say remember he's still playing, but like, is he's quick. Yeah, like he's very, very quick. He, he's also one that runs weird. He runs with like his back up straight like that. He sort of leads with his chest. I probably like uh, you know like hundred meter sprinters look because they always look weird when they run. That's true. So maybe he's just taken there. Maybe yes. I mean, it works. Yeah. So. What I don't understand about fresh football players, right? I, I don't understand this. You're a striker, right? Your sole purpose is to score goals. I just don't. I just don't get how you don't score goals if you don't <laughs> <So>, like <laughs> one appearance for Cork City, no goals. Fair enough, that's one appearance for Reading. 174 appearances, 44 goals. Not terrible. 18, sorry, 19 in 81 games for West Brom. Four and fifteen Ooh. for Hull, twenty-seven and one hundred and eighty-five for Southampton. Yeah, yeah and two in eleven. <laughs> but he works hard. Yeah, he just, Shane Long is so bad. He doesn't. He doesn't even try shit. <laughs> he tries hard. He doesn't try shit. Try shit, but you don't realise it's so bad. <laughs> he tries shit, but then he actually turns out to be shit. So that's he tries to be shit. I mean, as a strike force goes. I don't think we've ever had a strike force where one striker would be so ashamed to play with the other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine, imagine Ibra. Shane Long absolutely hates. Imagine that. Ibra going to Shane Long, uh, going to Southampton, just randomly, just turning up at Southampton and being like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna try it here for a well, bit." Well, he could, be, he, he could do that, but then he wouldn't play with Shane Long because Shane Long plays for Bournemouth. He's on loan. Oh, is he? Oh, is he not? <laughs> He's on loan at Bournemouth. There you go. So he might, he might still play with him. I don't think he right, probably won't come back to Saints though. We're getting Zlatan next year. Let's get Shane back. Just so we can... <laughs> well, right, do you want to get Matt Letizia in the midfield? Let's get all the lads back. Also, is, is Shane Long quite short? Because that would be really funny in comparison to Zlatan. He is. He is he's short, short, isn't he? But he? He's really good at winning headers. He's not very long. Ah. He definitely just said that. No, I, no, I, I actually that. didn't. I said it because Ibra is tall. Because <laughs> I was going to say that he didn't take long to score the goal in the Premier League. That was going to uh... be my joke earlier, but... That. I've been waiting that the whole time. Trying to sell I it. mean, it, it came and went, and I was sort of, and it, I've said it now, though. <laughs> so you have to bring it back in. Oh, well, how no, you, no, like, genuinely, if you, what if you carry on shit like that, you won't be the post this podcast for much longer? <laughs> <laughs> for very long. Oh, fuck. Um, it wrong. Damn it. <laughs> you literally set him up perfectly. I know. I did. That almost felt like it was rehearsed. <laughs> <laughs> and it was not. Uh, I, uh, for real though, how um, what was the time on that goal? Was it like seven seconds? Seven point something. Yeah, yeah. Jeez, I mean, fair play. I mean, surely they kicked off and he just fucking. Well, they absolutely... kicked off. He ran up, blocked oh, really? the clearance, and then chipped the keeper. Yeah. 
Ah. That's very good job. <laughs> there you go. Good job, Shane. <laughs> Actually scored a very good goal, yeah. <laughs> Do you reckon that'll ever be broken? Probably, at some point. Probably. Uh, yeah. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Though. It was, when was the last time? It was quite a while before it was broken before, wasn't it? Yeah. I can't remember what it was. I can't. It, like, seven seconds is very quick. You'd have to almost be a shot from kicker. And why yeah. And even then, it would take about five seconds to actually reach the goal. And the keeper would have to be off the line. I, I can't see it being beaten. No. But if it's beaten... Then it, it might be the quickest the quickest goal has ever been beaten. So that'd be a new record. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Another one in Shane Long's trophy cabinet. <laughs> that and nothing else. Oh, he tries hard. <laughs> he tries hard. Actually, I think he might have been promoted with Reading, so I think he might win the championship. Maybe. Yeah. I'm fairly sure well, he came up with Reading when they got promoted. I'd I'd laugh if he didn't win. And didn't win the playoffs, and you came second, where you don't get anything. <laughs> I always find that really cruel. Where really like yeah. the the winner of the playoffs gets more money than the the person well, who came that second. Happened, that happened to Saints because we came second in League One and then second in the Championship, and you just get almost forgotten in second. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's like oh oh yeah, they came up as well. Yeah, cool. <laughs> Cheers, great, thanks. <laughs> We're here too. <laughs> right then, let, let's get away from Shane Long. Yeah, quickly. <laughs> So onto your super sub, who are you bringing off the bench to replace Shane Long? Because he's absolutely the person you're bringing off this team. Well, if it's not working with Shane Long, which would be a surprise, uh, <laughs> I would turn to the big man himself, Peter Crouch. Nice. Again, ex-Saint, but I think he'd just be a great player. You're chasing the game. You need to pump it long. Knock it up to him. He brings it down. He'll get you a goal. Yeah. Underrated, I, uh, underrated striker, underrated. He scored over 100 Premier League goals. He was Absolutely weirdly good at, at finishing, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when he played for Liverpool, obviously everything always comes back to him and plays for Liverpool. Uh, <laughs> he, he scored a hat-trick against Arsenal, a perfect hat-trick, actually. But the third goal, he does like some mad like Cruyff turn in the box and just takes out two defenders and then smashes it top bins with that foot. I was like, who are you? How are you doing that? I don't, I don't know if it's because players weren't expecting it from him, but he did yeah. stuff like that quite a lot. yeah. He's that classic if, good feet for a big man, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you if you were to look at him and like how how tall and skinny he is, so he's just really lanky, you would not think he was a football player. No. no. Like no. Well, it's always that thing where he says, "What would you be if you weren't a footballer? Probably virgin. a virgin." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is uh, that's right. So this again. This is going to sound very strange. I had a, I was listening to Pete Crouch's podcast yesterday, uh, quite late at night. So. Uh, I had a dream about Peter Crouch last night where for some reason I dreamt that he lived opposite me in a smaller house than me and it turned out that we'd accidentally picked up the wrong keys and moved into the wrong houses. Oh. Was it like, was that because he was taller so he was supposed to have the bigger house? I, I don't know. Like the house he lived in looked a bit more rough and I lived in this like mansion and I was like, ah. <laughs> Didn't want to question it and then he knocked on the door and said, oh, sorry mate, I think we've got the wrong keys. I was like, ah, oh, okay. I love the fact that it took that long. Like he looked at the outside, it was all right. He walked in <laughs> and he thought, hold on, there's something not right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. That's that's how my brain works in my dreams. <laughs> I mean, dreams never make sense to be no. fair. But Peter right, Crouch, as you just the sub, it? Did you hand over the keys? Uh, I, I think I woke up after that point, you know. Uh, yeah, I think I was I just like, no, no, Peter, no, you're not moving back in. I woke up you'll, you'll have a dream again tonight and you it'll be like you and Peter scrapping over the keys. 
So Peter Crouch, interestingly, as you put him as a super sub, and up until recently held the record for most sub- substitute periods in the Premier League. He who is, now he holds is that? Though, isn't he? Like, who holds that now? Ooh. I genuinely can tell you. Uh, is he? Is it a current player? It is a current player. He just broke the record. That's a good question, that. Good poker quiz question, that, isn't it? Yeah. He's played for a few teams in Premier League. Go on, I, I can't think. Ben Jekyll? No, it is Mr. James Milner. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that makes sense. Been around for so long. Who, yeah. Who's he played for? City, Liverpool? City, Liverpool, Leeds, Aston Villa, Newcastle. Wow. Yeah, he uh, 159 appearances. Nice. Off the bench for James Milner. I really don't like James Milner. Well, apparently his managers don't either. He's always on the bench. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, the only reason I don't like James Milner is because he played for City and Liverpool. He's actually like quite funny. Yeah, he's he's a good guy. But there you go. That that says something. (laughs) Obviously, good personalities don't mean anything in football because the two most substituted players in Premier League history are Peter Crouch and James Milner. Who are both quite funny guys and are always on the bench. Yeah. yeah. Again, Peter Crouch's podcast is probably my favourite podcast at the moment, if I'm honest. That's goals. I just think goals. it's really funny. Yeah. But let's not talk about rival podcasts. It's shit. Fuck off, <laughs> Peter Crouch's podcast. Oh, rubbish. This one's so much better. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, but imagine if we could get him on. <laughs> I've I've featured on their podcast. Yes, that's very true. They, they answered one of my questions on their podcast, mentioned my name. I was like, oh. <laughs> they said it and then they called our friend Harry an absolute shit house. So that was nice yeah yeah I like that <laughs> right so there, there we go so there is your first 11 and your super sub we'll take a quick break and we will return with your manager your stadium and your kit alright let's move on to the manager so who is your manager going to be Rob my manager is going to be my mother okay yeah. Right, I'm going to write down Rob's mum, but can we have a name? <laughs> <laughs> if you want. Anne Woodward. Um, She'd have AW on her jacket. Because, I mean, technically, she is a football manager. Nice. She the girls' team, where my sister played. Nice. Um, she basically got me into football. My dad hates football, so it was my mum. And it used to always be really funny whenever she'd come and watch because, like, when I was playing football when I was younger, because all the dads would obviously think they knew more than her and they were better. But she actually had qualifications in football coaching. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they'd never let her like run the line with somebody to run the line because she was a woman. Ah, and, like, they'd never get input. And whenever it was like, the, it was always called the dads be sons football match at the end of the season. And she'd always play and be better than all the dads. Yes. <laughs> go on, Anne. Yeah, go on. Lovely. So, just to throw back to the very start of this podcast. Do you think your mum was trying to recruit Kelvin Davis to a football team? <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably. Kelvin, you found a few games. We've got a team going on a Saturday. Yeah. yeah, they're all they're all teenage girls. That's not a problem. Don't worry, Kelvin. You'll you'll be fine. That look weird at all. <laughs> Just love the idea of like a, you know, like they sing the national anthems and they they pan across. And they see all the players' faces. It's just a bunch of teenage girls, and then Kevin Davis. Kevin Davis. <laughs> I'd like the idea that they don't like move the camera up as well. They just carry on and just, just be like, yeah. "He's he's not here. He's not here. Don't worry." 
<laughs> It'd be like that bit in Dodgeball where they're like, what? <laughs> they... what with the horse tranquilizer? The horse tranquilizer girl. <laughs> I can't. Even... Is it what? What's her name? What's Bernice? Um... Bernice. I was gonna say Bernice. one one case of beaver tranquilizer. He's like, God damn it, Bernice. God damn it, Bernice. <laughs> So yeah, that, that'd be Kelvin Davis with uh, <laughs> <laughs> under the command of Ann in Ann Woodward's team. <laughs> oh, that's class. I love I love stories of like women in football that just stick it to the man, literally stick it to the man. Like literally was, yeah. yeah. And our manager at the time didn't know anything about football, which was annoying. Yeah. I mean, I was never annoying. that good, but he just didn't he didn't even know the rules. I don't know why he was the manager. <laughs> we got Ann in. Give it Ann to the end of the season. Give it Ann to the end of the <laughs> yeah, season. Yeah, take a manager. <laughs> Oh, class. That, that's a great choice. That's the first that's the first female female manager we've had and also the first mother manager that we've had. There you go. You first. Great, great choice. Great choice. <laughs> so I was I don't think you're gonna say your own back garden. So let's what is your stadium gonna be? I'm gonna go for the Dell, which was obviously Saints last stadium before St. Mary's. Um obviously I like St. Mary's, but it is kind of just a normal modern stadium. I don't think it has that much character. But I just, I wish I could have gone to the Dell. And like, when I watch like old school videos of Saints, like back in the day, it just seems like one of those, it's almost like what National League stadiums are like now, where yeah. everyone's on top of each other. Like the atmosphere is great, even if football's not the best quality. Like it's just one of those stadiums. And then obviously Matt Letizia scoring. The last goal at the Dell, yeah, to beat Arsenal as well, like iconic, yeah, yeah. It's one of those like those old school stadiums, like the Dell, are just like legendary. Do you know what I mean? Like, the, I don't like just the name, the Dell. Yeah, you just know it. You know what I mean? It's not like one of them where you go, "Oh, who played at the Dell?" You just, I like you know, just who I hear in the Dell. You're like, "Oh yeah, Southampton played at the Dell." Like, I love, I love the fact as well those old fashioned stadiums and Goodison I think still has it where they've got like the pillars, so yeah. there is some poor guy who sat behind that pillar. Oh, he's paid, thing. he's paid a fair amount of money to get there, and he's just like, can't, <laughs> can't see a fucking thing. Imagine getting a season ticket. <laughs> <laughs> or, or it's like you can see most of the pitch apart from that bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Class. I remember the, I remember the Dell having like a. Um, not diagonal uh, stand, but like it was sort of, it was fatter on one side than it was on the on the other. If yeah, that makes yeah. sense, it wasn't like uniform all the way around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. That's something that's definitely changed with the new stadiums, where it's like, like a bowl than a yeah, yeah. actual it's just like a. Is, it's like a lot of other stadiums. I don't know. It's, it's would, like, it has, would you say it has like less character? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, I love that. Like a, a club being synonymous with a stadium, I think is something that is, yeah, sort of missing from the modern game. Really, so I think it's, it's nice, good choice, great choice. Yeah, I like that. Right, so last pick, the kit, the kit, the big one. I have gone for a six-a-side kit that I used to play in. I've got it here, which obviously isn't great for a podcast, but I can show you. <laughs> That's right, we can see it's it. Right, it's right, <laughs> we can see it. Uh, so obviously, it's not. I mean, it's not a good kit. It's that, but it's Marseille. 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 It looks it's like a Marseille. Yeah. It's we've even got our own crest on it. 
We were cool. I don't think you can see it. Not really. Is it? Stars. Is two it? stars. Two stars. <laughs> we had one of the things. We just thought. <laughs> yeah. Just make it look more important. Yeah. It made it even more tragic. So we were like 17 and we just joined like an adult six society that we played after school. And we were the classic full kit wankers. We all had like the full kit. We all turned up. We all had names on the back. Like. Yes. It was just, it was just so tragic. We even. It did you even, of, did you even have shorts and socks as well? Oh, big time, yeah. And there were really, <laughs> really shorts, like really high up. <laughs> but it was like one of our players' dads sponsored it. Clever. What so, is it? Hill, hills and what? Hills and Downham. Independent estate agents. I love that. <laughs> Look them up if you want them. I don't know what they do. <laughs> <laughs> what What was the team called? Dynamo Chicken Gear. So, yes. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Class. It ends up being LSD I know. Oh, LSD I know. Oh, gotcha. I'll tell you what, it- though, as as like six aside kits go and sort of like you get the sort of bog standard stuff, that's quite a nice kit, I think. Yeah. I think we spent quite a while trying to make it look all right. So different. So for anyone listening, my dad always tells me I don't describe stuff enough on this podcast. There you go. Um, it's a black kit with like blue, <laughs> blue That's accents, blue kit. accents on it. With the crest looks like Marseille. The bo- the badge looks like Marseille, and it's sponsored by Hills and Downham, Downham, yeah, yeah, uh, independent estate agents. Very nice. If you ever, if you ever in the area, what area was it? Was this? Uh, Guildford. If you're in Guildford. You want to buy a house? Head over to Hills and Downham. What? There you go. I don't even know if they're still a thing. If, they, if you are, second... you pass this on to them so we can get some royalties. Please. <laughs> That's the second episode in a row that we've we've um, advertised in estate agents. Oh, yeah? That's weird. <laughs> um, I mean, we better start seeing some windfall from this cash. Right? <laughs> <laughs> this one. I, want, I want to have, like, in the future, you know, when you have, like, breaks in a podcast and it goes, we want to interrupt this podcast. Just... <laughs> We're brought to you by Downham. <laughs> uh, why 76? Why were you number 76? Again, tragic. I was 17. It was when Saints won the FA Cup. Oh, okay. It's all right. I used, I used to always wear the number 99 because United won the treble on that year. But, I think, but that's like fine because then you won stuff after. But that was the last time we won anything. <laughs> Get this. It's almost like showing people how shit we are. I wear the number 16. I have done since I was about 13. 14 years old at Penbrin. The first time we got, we got a new kit and we got our numbers on the back. That was the first time we could get numbers. I got number 16, which I still wear to this day. Although this is backwards, but that is a 16. <laughs> the reason I wear number 16 is because at the time, I really liked the Liverpool player by the name of Jermaine Pennant. That's <laughs> such a random player. To- is that actually why? Yeah, Jermaine Pennant was number 16. I liked Jermaine Pennant at the time, so I got 16. I remember... When when we got those kits for Pen and Brain, I remember the kits we had before, our centre-back had number seven, and I really wanted number seven. He got number seven again, so I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to get number 10. So we had a centre-back who was number seven and a left-back that was number 10, which is the most random number. Yeah, that's that is about... I mean, Aliotsky for Leeds, where's number 10 at left-back? That's true. Yeah, yeah true. You were ahead yeah. of your time. <laughs> no <laughs> you might be the same age as Alioski actually so maybe <laughs> <laughs> and what am I doing with my life <laughs> talking about Alioski <laughs> yeah. 
Who's the real winner? Me. He is. He absolutely is. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, there we go. All the picks in the bag. A great little team. We're going to go back through it and you can decide if you want to change anything in the last minute, any last minute tweaks, like the legendary Anne Woodward might do. Yeah. So we're going to go through your team one by one. Here we go. You go for a 4 2 2 2 or a 4 4 2. Depends how you're feeling. Your goalkeeper, Saints legend Kelvin Davis. And your defenders, at right back, John Arisa. Centre back pairing of Yannick Vestergaard and Jose Font. And left back, a young Gareth Bale. Yeah, so we move into the midfield and you have a midfield partnership of Matt Letizia and James Ward-Prowse, two Southampton legends. And to be fair, when I said that out loud, that sounded really good. Uh, the attacking midfield pair are going to be Clint Dempsey and depending on how you look at it, it's either Dave or David Miller. <laughs> Depends what kind of mood he's in. Yeah. <laughs> and then onto your strike force. <laughs> what a combo. <laughs> Little and large. Good and terrible. <laughs> Swedish and Irish. <laughs> Is Zlatan Ibrahimovic and Shane Long with your super sub off the bench, good old Peter Crouch. Yeah, we move on to the manager, and it is, of course, your mum, Anne Woodward, for her tactical genius and for beating all the dads in the Dads versus Sons football match, which yeah. I love. Go on, Anne. Stadium is the Dell, which is Southampton's old stadium, which I absolutely love that choice. And then your kit is Dynamo Chicken Kiev's kit from your six aside team. After you left uni. Sponsored by Hills and Down. <laughs> <laughs> so all that's left to do is pick a name for this team. Oh, I actually didn't think about that. I mean, if you, you want one, you've got a good one on the kit there. You've got one, you've got one on the kit. You might have to go for that. Just for, you know, it's the history of the club. And we've got two stars. <laughs> two stars. <laughs> hey. You put a third star on that there now. Appeared on this podcast three stars. <laughs> I'll go for Dynamo Chicken Kiev. Dynamo Chicken Kiev. Love it. Well, Rob, it's been an absolute pleasure having on the podcast. Thanks very much for coming on. Yeah, cheers, mate. Thank you for having me. All right. Well, there was Rob giving us an excellent team. Actually, very surprised me some of the picks he's got in there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there was there was some very good players. There were some shocks, and then there was oh, there one was <laughs> that, yeah, I was going to say there was one very questionable player. There was Shane Long. <laughs> I mean, Calvin Davis, I recognised the name, but I didn't, I, I mean, honestly, I didn't know who he was. I didn't even recognise the name. I mean, huh? I, I know people called Kelvin. I know people with the last name Davis. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> that's, that's the extent of it. <laughs> no, I love the idea of his mum, which obviously we'll come on to later, trying to recruit him for a <laughs> football team. Love that. Now, the, the defenders, right? So I, I'll let it slide that he's put John Arisa right back purely because he put Gareth Bale left back. Yeah, I was going to say he just wanted, he had two left backs in, in mind and probably no right backs. So yeah. he just went, you know. I mean, the free, like, the free kick takers in this team, Risa, Bale, this year, Ward Prowse, Ibra. I don't know if Dempsey could take a free kick or not. He tried shit. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, he tried shit. Yeah. <laughs> But, but, uh, but I like the idea of John Onorisa on the right just because you know how like the modern game like you have right wingers that are left footed because yeah. they will cut in on the left foot and hit Everyone it. Everyone cuts in, yeah. Well, that's what he could do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so it's actually. like it's it sort of it sort of works. Yeah, definitely. Actually, that would, that's a good point. Although to be fair, with John Onorisa, he always said it with the outside of his foot. Yeah. So maybe yeah. it wouldn't work it would. very well. 
Unless it was like, you know, um, Into the what post. is it? Uh, Cissé's one where he hit it outside. Oh, yeah, out to in. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that'd be nice. The centre-back pairing, both Southampton, well, one was a former Southampton player, one's a current, for, current former? Current Southampton player. Current former. Um, but yeah, both rocking those trims. Yeah. yeah. Shit trim brothers, that would be great. Very, very like solid. Yeah. Very, <laughs> very slow. Shit trim brothers. Very slow yeah. pairing is what you're trying to say there. Like that wouldn't, like to be fair, any other team that they come against, if they've got a yard of pace on them, they got no chance. Yeah, but then you've got Gareth Bale maybe chasing him down, depending yeah. how far up the field he's gone. True. Reese was pretty quick as well, to be fair. I, I can't remember it. The, Literally, all I remember from Reese was just hitting in absolute screamers. He was he was a very good defender for a long time, actually, and then he went off the boil, and then he did this whole thing where he scored an own goal against Chelsea in the Champions League semi-final, and it all sort of went tits out from there, really. He went to Roma after Liverpool, didn't he? Yeah, he went to Roma, they went to Fulham, and then played in, like, Cyprus and different places. But, yeah. <laughs> Legend, two, uh, 280 plus appearances for Liverpool. It's got to be simple, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. When the Champions where, League, set up Steve Gerrard the Champions League final. Crossed yeah. it, scored a penalty in the Champions League final. <laughs> Did he take one? In the penalty shootout, yeah. yeah. Oh. Straight down the middle, bang. Uh, and then possibly, depending on how you look at it, one of the most underrated Premier League players of all time in Matt Letizia. Yeah, in, I mean, midfield. I don't know. See, that's the thing. I think our generation might say he's underrated because no one talks about him anymore because he's just that guy off Soccer Saturday or formerly off Soccer Saturday. Yeah, I don't, I don't actually know if he was underrated because probably at the time people did appreciate yeah. how good he was. He might have just been forgotten now yeah. when, you, when you're talking about other players for that's the, the bigger, bigger teams. That's the thing as well, though, because we're suggesting like, oh, yeah, he's so good, but all we see is his highlight reel. We didn't see him in a 90-minute game. He yeah, might have been yeah. dawdling around the pitch for the yeah. other 89 minutes and then just well, one minute of brilliance. It's the thing that's like, it's, if, we, if we take it back to the Premier League uh, Hall of Fame, and I know you don't like it, what annoys me about it, one of the, mo- the big things that annoys me about it, when they came out with all the candidates for the next um, people in it, it was all United, Liverpool, Arsenal, yeah, uh, Chelsea. There was a couple of people from whatever, but Matt Letizia was in there. And it was like, that's that's the people I want to see in the Hall of Fame. It's like the Matt yeah. Letizias, the, the Alan Shearers, because Alan Shearer, yes, he won the league with Blackburn, but it's like he, he didn't play for the top six yeah. as you call it now and it's like that's what I want to see is like the players that sort of were world class but were world class for their club yeah sort we'll of do our own one maybe our own one we'll do our own Hall of Fame team without any players in the top six that'll be interesting oh, that'll, that'll be, be cool alright pencil that in yeah <laughs> write it down I was going to say so. <laughs> someone write that down but it's only us two so we'll write that down <laughs> Yeah, we got the, we got the producer on the line as well. If you if you can write that down for his John, it's John on Arisa, by the way. Oh, thanks, on John. <laughs> oh, one Norwegian listener. Uh, so, uh, Department Matt Letizia, another Southampton legend, current legend, the captain, free mm. kick extraordinaire, free and kick say, extraordinaire. Sorry, you'd absolutely say legend as well, even though he's twenty six yeah. and he's yeah. still playing for them. Like, oh, what a player! What a player! Well, I feel like it was really like last season that he fully broke into the team and stayed there. Before that, he was sort of in and out of the team. Wasn't yeah. really there all the time, and now he's sort of like pushed everyone out of the way. And like, I'm the captain now. Look at me, I'm the captain now. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> he backs it up. But like, just got, I don't remember who they were playing this season. But when he scored two absolutely amazing free kicks in the same game, you like that guy is just on flames. Yeah, he's class. incredible. Sugar, I yours, just I think is class. I wish if I can create a video of like um the clip, and I swear it's Dean Henderson that says it. It's like fuck off. Why are you even here? <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> 
Speaking of players that shouldn't be here, Dave Miller. Don't know who you are. <laughs> he Dave definitely, David Miller. I mean, Rob definitely put it in just to say that, oh, I flicked it over this yeah, guy. And like, <laughs> you always got to back yourself. Love that. I love, though, I love the idea of like when, when you were at school, like some some guys just getting together and being like, let's just create a tournament, let's yeah. create a league. That's football. I would I would have loved that. Yeah, that's class. That's what football's about, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, breaking down barriers, bringing school years together. Yeah, brings a tear <laughs> to the eye. Tell you what else brings a tear to the eye. The thought of Clint Dempsey being traded for Jordan Henderson. Yeah, yeah, but he tried shit. Tried Bruce, shit. He tried, tried shit. Good old Bruce <laughs> Arenas saying he tried shit. Ah, yeah, but Clint Dempsey, a, a Premier League legend in his own right, played for Spurs, yeah. played for Fulham, a lot of, more times for Fulham than Spurs, obviously. But I was going to say, he was, I'd like I remember him more at Fulham. Yeah, but... he, was, he was more of a Fulham player, wasn't he? he joined Spurs for nine point five million, which at the time was the most expensive American player. Was it? Yeah, I'm assuming that's Pulisic now. Uh yeah, 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 yeah. I um, I agree with Rob as well, and it's like I have no idea actually what Clint Dempsey was good at. Yeah, I, I know. knew he was good. Like he, could, he could have put him anywhere from centre mid to striker and I would have accepted it. Just like, yeah, and that's what Clint Dempsey played. Yeah. yeah. I remember him, I remember him as a forward, but I have no idea what he was. No, he, he was just him, wasn't he? Yeah. Then the strike he, force, Ibra, hell of a player. We've yeah. spoken about him before in depth. And, uh, he's just that guy. He's just causing himself a lion, but he backs it up. Yeah, his persona is a bit weird, but he's probably doing it as a thing, as a persona. But the fact yeah. that he backs it up still to this day at 39 years old, legend, legend yeah. of the game. One of the best Any, of all time. Anyone who can score an overhead kick from, what, 40 yards out against England. Legend in my book. Yeah. I still, I still, saying that out loud, though, scoring an overhead kick from, I, it's probably not 40 yards, but maybe 30 yards out is insane. Yeah, it is insane. To even try it is insane. But you know what else is insane? Put chain on, you see. Look, he scored the quickest goal, and then he's... nothing else <laughs> ever. Yeah, no. I mean, um, he he tries hard. He does try hard. He yeah. I mean, a lot of people try hard, but they're actually good at stuff. He's. Just, I mean, I'm sure he's a very nice man. I'm sure he is. Yeah. I mean, nice people don't always play well at football, and the, he's one of them. the only thing I'd say. I'm I'm not going to criticize his team or anything. I just would have had Peter Crouch and Shane Long the other way around. Yeah. Yeah, but I can see just Peter because Crouch, the impact off the bench. But that's like, my Shane Long off the bench. <laughs> You're like, right, in my like, head, it's like he's to, got. We need to hold on to this lead. We're not scoring any more goals. Shane, get on there, lad. <laughs> in my head, it's like a pacey striker against a tiring defense. Would... Yeah, okay. No, I'll give you that. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, and then obviously we just brushed onto him there. But Peter Crouch, one of the, well, the second most substituted player of all time with 158 substitute appearances. Now after James Milner with his 159 <laughs> substitute appearances, a hell of a player, a Premier League legend in his own right, scored yeah. the most headed Premier League goals of anyone, and played for some cracking teams like he played for like Norwich, QPR, Villa, Liverpool, Stoke, Stoke Spurs, Burnley. Played for some amazing teams and Burnley. So good, <laughs> good on you, Peter. <laughs> right, so then moving on, all of them managed. By Anne Woodward herself. Yeah, legend. Rob's mum. Yeah. Now, neither of us Tearing actually down the patriarchy. Go on, Anne. Yes. Don't let them love it. Yes, we love that. Big advocates for women in football doing what men do and better. Because why wouldn't they do that? It's just stupid, just otherwise. 
And I love the fact, I just love the idea of, I've never seen her, never even, I've never met Rob until about an hour ago. But <laughs> I just have visions of Anne, don't know what she looks like, but just nutmegging the whole team for fun all afternoon. Yeah, like getting down the pitch, getting one-on-one with the keeper, deciding to turn around and just skill everyone else on the pitch <laughs> again, just to, just to prove keeper. that you can. Go on, yeah. Anne. Big fan of that. And then, and then playing the stadium, the Dell, legendary Premier League stadium. It's a shame oh, yeah, they replaced it with St. Mary's. St. Mary's is quite iconic in itself, but it's Adele... it's a nice it's a nice stadium to be fair. Yeah. And it's like it's not like um like we've spoken about it loads in the past, like uh teams moving to a new stadium and the atmosphere not being there. Like they still have the atmosphere. Yeah, there. yeah, it's, it's just... not that much bigger to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like it's Rob just... said, like it doesn't have that character that Dell had. So yeah, yeah. See why he's put that in there. Yeah, and then the kit. Which also goes with the name of the team. Yeah. Dynamo Chicken Kiev's uh, Six Aside Kit. It was nice. It, it's yes. nice. It's nice. Sponsored. If you're, if you're, uh, so we play Six Aside now, right? If we played a team of 17-year-olds with a kit with their names on the back and a shirt sponsor, I would be absolutely kicking shit out of their Two-footing two them all over the pitch. And actually... Just just going off this, we played football yesterday and Drew should have been sent off, what, twice, maybe? Well, the second one was an accident, the first one that year, fair play, I put it in my ass. <laughs> Apologies to that man. Put someone right on his ass and then went over and apologised, which was probably more demeaning to him. Oh, I said, yeah, honest challenge, which clearly wasn't honest. <laughs> in my defence, he was annoying. He was their best player, to be fair. See what I take one for the team in it. I took him out, so then he wasn't fully fit for the rest of the game, and then we we won. So it, yeah, and I do it again. I do it again. Tell your friends what you just saw. <laughs> well, there, there we go. go, and there we go. So that wraps us up for another week. Slightly sinister ending to the podcast. So yeah, thanks again for listening, everyone. We really appreciate it. We're now listening to in sixteen countries. We've now gained another South American country. Uh, obviously, in Alberto Solano's got wind of what's going on, and he started listening yeah, from yeah. his house in Peru. Although I assume he doesn't actually live in Peru, but there you go. <laughs> but yeah, thanks to our Peruvian listener uh, or listeners, we really appreciate you out there. Um, so yeah, shouts out to everyone for listening again. We really appreciate all the support and the continued support. It does mean a lot to us. So remember to check us out on our socials: uh, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, all at Nostalgia FC Pod, and we also have an email address if you care to email us with any suggestions for future episodes any suggestions for future guests if you want to come on yourself drop us an email at nostalgiafcpod at gmail.com yes so there we have it go follow us email us if you want slide into the DMs we're always there and uh, we'll be we'll be happy to take your questions and suggestions Uh, so if you have the ability to rate and review on your podcasting app please do it does help us get into the algorithm and get us into our 17th country if the podcast app you use has the ability to rate and review, please do so. Five stars if you're going to be kind to us, because it does help us get into the algorithms of different podcasts and providers and gets us to new countries. So we've hit Peru. We're looking at hitting maybe somewhere around the Scandinavia mark, maybe get a few Swedish people That's on cool. the go. Who knows? Just, just help us get out there. We really appreciate all your support. So for now, that was Nostalgia FC podcast featuring special guest Rob Woodward. And that was... Dynamo Chicken Kiev FC. And what a team it was. And what a team it was.
Only teams that are in the Europa League care about the Europa League. The best thing about the Europa League is the theme tune. Yeah. I do like the theme tune. It's great that. It's just stuck your head for for weeks now. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, enough about the Europa League. Who cares about that? No one cares about that. Apart from Unai Emery. He fucking loves it. Anyway. (laughs) 